Hi there, and welcome to Oaktown Boys, Season 2, Episode 12. Um, the season is over for days. The finale. It's all wrapped up. <laughs> um, they ended the season on a four-game winning streak, which included a three-game sweep of the Angels in Oakland to finish off the season, which is about the best you could possibly hope for for a 60-102 and team. You know, like, that is... Obviously, very few bright spots record-wise and, like, win streak-wise. But a four-game win streak, sweeping the Angels at the end of the year, I will take that. Yeah, a, a year of few sweeps, I can think of a couple. Maybe. So, uh, any sweep is a good thing. I'll take it. I think they, did they finish last year by sweeping the Astros in some games that didn't matter, too? That sounds familiar. Maybe, maybe not, but... Uh, you know, you they, tend to play they, well at the end of the year. They love to, bad, you know. They, they love to win the games that don't matter. Um, but uh, you know, like the uh, definitely very very easily moment of the day, maybe moment of the season today, which also <laughs> yeah. is which also is really nice. You know, obviously sweeping the Angels is great, but um, our boy Stephen Vogt stepped up to the plate in the bottom of the seventh inning, and. Homer on a first pitch, I think fastball, doesn't matter, to right field, um, in his last at bat as the, a major league player. On the day he was hanging them all up. Yep. And, uh, you know, his uh, his first major league home run was in Oakland to right field onto the Bud Light porch. And uh, his last home run Same of spot. his career was to right field to the Bud Light porch. And it was so awesome. It was so awesome. It was beautiful. I I expected, you know, to celebrate Stephen Vogt today, but I didn't quite expect it to be such a grand occasion or event. Uh, it was it was great. And he's totally deserving. You know, it's like he 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 he's a two time All Star. You know, he is. I mean, it's not even like he's some. I mean, Chad Pinder also got some love. You know, which was good. I, it was I love good Chad to Pinder. see Chad Pinder get love too. But, but I mean, he is no Stephen Vogt. He is not Stephen Vogt. I mean, Stephen Vogt, we're talking. Chad Pinder does not have any playoff game winning hits that no, I can or recall. any All Star seasons. I mean, you know, like the peak, the peak, if you want to call it that, was like pretty short. But I mean, Stephen Vogt for almost two full seasons was a very productive baseball player and a very good catcher. You know, so I mean, it's he was it's tough for catchers and especially ones that start a little bit late. You know, I mean, I he didn't he didn't even break in at all. I mean, his he hit his first home run at twenty eight. <laughs> you know wow so that's he just a little bit late in his career he just got a little bit got started a little bit late you know and you wonder if it, i mean we were talking about it as he was delivering this speech his pretty emotional he was he was all over the place and he is normally all all the most flustered i'd ever seen the yeah. man yeah um and uh we were talking about it while he was delivering that speech it's he's just the most unassuming dude of all time like, he might be the last dude that I would pick out of a lineup to be, like, a major league all-star. Um, but he did it. He did it twice, and he did it for us. And he said during that speech that he was forever an A, and I fully agree with that. Man. He is. And I don't think... I think it's not going to be very long till we see Stephen Stephen Vogt again. You know? 
I mean, I wish him time off to relax and enjoy his earnings. Um, <laughs> but I think he will... Uh, I think we'll see him back in an Oakland uniform in one capacity or another pretty soon. Like, I'm not going to be very surprised if he's managing the lug nuts. No. You know? And his, you know, his kids grew up starting with him being on the A's practically. So you'd yeah. like to think maybe the family wants to be there even. So who knows? And Could be seeing a lot more Stephen Vogt. They mentioned that, you know, he mentioned it a couple of times in the speech. He said, you know, thank you for welcoming me. He talked about his family a lot and he talked about how appreciative he was that they had, you know, that it was a home. And so don't leave. Don't leave. Just go, go ahead, stay around. Don't move away. Don't move away. We know you, we know the experience in Atlanta was great, but you better not leave Oakland because you're our friend. You don't get to be the Braves' friend. You don't get to be anybody else's coach. You're, you're our coach. Whatever you're coaching, you're coaching Oakland. But a uh, great moment. Wonderful moment. Amazing. It's it's really not often that I am almost crying watching an A's game next yeah. to you, and it happened. He was a few was, times today. Totally. There was it was, you know, and it was you know it goes to show there's never like there's never like a nothing season. There's always something going on. It's always something. You know. Um, well, I mean, if you're if you're invested, you know, I mean, if you if if it's if you've been watching the team for a long time, then there's always something going on. You know, there's always some storyline. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, congrats to Stephen Vogt, obviously. I mean, that's, you know, congrats on having a great day, and congrats on a good career. And my boy made $14 million, $15 million, so I think he's probably chilling, you know. Yeah, I'm looking at his career as a whole. Um, 6.9 war. <laughs> How you like that? <laughs> nice. <laughs> 93 OPS plus, so for a catcher, almost at league average, that's pretty sweet. I wonder if there's like a some sort of algorithm for that, or yeah, I guess it, I, like you know like adjusting for catching, because <laughs> that's I feel like it's not, I feel like it's not fair to put catchers in the same OPS pile, OPS plus pile as everybody else. You know, there's like a lot more that goes into it. He had his best year ever, uh, 2015, when he had a 117 OPS plus. And, like, this is what I'm saying. Like, bro, this is a good year. Yeah. Like, if he would have been able to maintain this for two, three, maybe even four seasons, like, you know. Talking greatest Oakland A's catcher yeah, ever, basically. definitely. I mean, this is up. This is a very good catching season. Um, and he's just, he seems like such a good guy. You know, he really does. Like, and it's one of those things where it's like I, I feel confident in saying that he is a great person. I've never met him, but I feel confident in saying that he's a great person. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously, stinky season. We lost a hundred and two games. That is not what we were trying to do. Well, maybe that's what they were trying to do. That's not what we were trying to watch, though. Um, Quick, Dan, don't don't look at the stats right now. Chad Pinder and Stephen Vogt had the same number of stolen bases in their careers. To this point, what number is that? Mm. <laughs> is it higher than I think? It, it's low. It's, it's very low. low. Okay, seven. Close five. Mm. Wow. Yeah, Stephen Vogt and Chad Pinder are like forever connected in my head. You know, they're like. It's interesting. There's a, like less overlap than I would have expected since yeah. Stephen Vogt. He played in 2017. That was. Pinder came around in 2016, so 18 through 21, they weren't on the same team, but yeah, it feels like they've both been around the whole time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, and yeah, also Chad Pender. We talk about Chad. Chad Pender. I love Chad. I, I always expected more from Chad Pender. I always thought he was really gonna like put it together and hit like twenty five homers one year. Slightly higher career slugging and OPS than than vote. Otherwise, vote's got a superior line. I would say. Well, yeah, I mean, Pender's Pender's bar's got to be like not great, right? No, it's not great. Yeah. Three point four career. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if he sticks around. Yeah, I we've mean, always, I, you know, we've always said like, what if he gets an everyday job? Maybe he'll pop off, but yeah, I mean, hasn't happened yet. No, no. and you know, you, and this year was particularly point, bad. Yeah, and at a certain point, you start to think like, there's got to be a reason this guy's not getting an everyday job. Maybe I think it's time for us to move on from the Chad Pinder experiment, possibly. But I will not be upset if he sticks around. Me neither. Um, I had a thought on Stephen Vogt's home run today. And just how many times growing up, like, you're practicing a sport in the backyard, say basketball, and you just, like, have to make that last shot to be satisfied. Mm -hmm. And so he did it. He made, hit his last shot. Yeah, he really, and and, and his first one. And his first one. I mean, there's no more (laughs) satisfying way to do it. So kudos to him. Hopefully he has no, no qualms walking away at this point. Yeah, and I mean, it's also, like, I, obviously Stephen Vogt's not a Hall of Famer, you know. Which is fine. There's a lot of people in our Hall of Famers. But he, um, you know, yeah, like you said, you got to feel pretty good about that. You know, like I hit a home run and that was it. <laughs> I never did it ever again. Yep. Um, Why bother? <laughs> but uh, I, so, know, I guess kind of looking, looking for it. You want to look at the, you want to do the prospect? You want to talk about the prospect things? Yeah, let's see where we're, we're at. I mean, I'm bit. pretty excited. I know people yeah. are still ragging on the A's and their yeah. supposedly terrible prospect pool but i just see how we now have soderstrom and geloff in triple a we've got other dudes to be excited about in triple a i'm gonna say in my head kind of walter chuck and like Lears are already like on the team yeah i don't think they're going back down i hope not but they're i mean we got four dudes in the top 100 walter's 35 soderstrom's 52 langley's 53 Luis medina's 58 um Interesting. I mean, I'm just looking. I'm looking at fan graphs. I haven't double checked anywhere else, but they have social listed as a first baseman. They don't even have him listed as a catcher anymore. So I wonder if we're like officially. I wonder if the baseball world has officially like accepted like Tyler Soderstrom's not. We are not going to wait for his glove. He he is he's, he's hitting first base ASAP. He's going. He's the timeline is accelerated. Um, Luis Medina. We'll see. Throws hard. You know, got to love a guy that. who throws hard. Love guys, th- um, love guys to throw hard. And then, yeah, guys that have, I mean, Allen's number seven for us overall. Um, we'll see with Nick Allen. I think next year will be very telling with about what Nick Allen can do on offense. Because Nick Allen has already made a couple plays that are incredible. Like, Nick Allen can play shortstop. I, I see him much. as being better than Eric Sogard, you know? Yes, and so, better than Elvis Andrews was before he decided sure. to go to the White Sox and, <laughs> and somehow almost Ruth. hit twenty home runs this year. Yeah, um, Denzel Clark, where's that guy at? Denzel Clark is further down than I thought he would be. He's number twenty one. Um, Hogland's number six. It'll be interesting to see him. Hopefully, we see him pitch. You know, next year it'll be interesting. Like I'm kind of stoked to get him on the mound. See what he looks like. Daniel Susak. He look. He's looked good. He's looked good in like very limited time i think um and then you start to get into guys you know ryan kusick jt again brand brand Buelvis has a super cool name and i'm 
ready for, I'm ready, you know. It's been a while since we've had Joanna Cespedes, you know. I'm yes. ready for, like, a sick name. We need another sick name. Yeah. Or two. Um, and they're just guys. Max Muncy's already up to number 12. You know, I'm pretty... We are we let we let one Max Muncy go too soon. I don't think we should do it again, you know. But this guy also seems to be putting it together a little bit more quickly than the previous Max Muncy did. So, um, Jordan Diaz has looked pretty nice. Yeah, he seems like he's a hitter. He can hit. Um, Adam Moeller, I don't even know about Adam Moeller. Did you see that Brent Honeywell was like pitching again? He was like doing bullpens and like throwing. Do you think we're? Do you think he, he probably comes back next year, right? I hope so. Seems like the kind of seems like there's no reason why we wouldn't roll. We if we were down to roll a dice on him last year, why wouldn't we be down? Yeah. To him again? What's you know? changed? Uh, Still an injury prone high. Yeah. So, high possibility. Man, you know who, who maybe let me down the most in terms of a prospect this year, Luis Barrera. <laughs> I was so positive that Luis Barrera was going to be like a pretty good player. Not like, I didn't think he was going to be, you know, fucking Julio Rodriguez. But I figured he was going to be pretty good, and he isn't. Man. He wasn't, at least. There's a long list of guys that we can say let us down this year in terms of prospects. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought mean, David McKinnon was really going to light us on fire. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought we were going to, I thought we were, I was like prepared to see a lot of Cody Thomas. Um, Kirby Sneed stinks. Billy McKinney. I forgot that was this year. <laughs> Matt Davidson. Mm. Matt Davidson's coming back. Matt Davidson better come back. I Matt David, he you know, he the num the numbers in the minors are staggering for Matt Davidson. Connor Capel. He's mm-hmm. gonna he's gonna be our starting left fielder next year. One fifty two OPS plus at the moment, three fifty seven on base. Yeah, I think Connor Capel is like a like a podcast favorite. He's like uh very popular. Very popular in these parts. Um, yeah, so I think... I I, I want to say... Next year will definitely be better. Than, you know, like... I, I think it's... We're not going to lose 100 next year. No, I think... I think, you know... Obviously, there's always... I mean, we talked about at the beginning of this year. There's always that chance that we... Randomly win, like, 88 games. But I, I, I'm pretty confident. Like, I would probably bet money on over 70. 70, sure, 70 you know? 75 range. Um, because it does feel like, and I feel like we may have even mentioned this before. I'm sure we actually have mentioned it before. But, like, they, we're, we're bad. We were bad. We lost a lot of games because we played bad. They were also very unlucky. Super unlucky. It seemed like, and, and a lot of, I think there were, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, but there were a number of times that I can remember us saying, like, that was total BS. And if that if it wasn't this year and we weren't already 35 games under 500, I would be pissed right now. Like, I would be livid about how poorly that thing worked out for us that, like, should have worked out and horribly didn't work out. But, you know, that we were already, like, not good, so it didn't matter that we were also unlucky. But you hope that you you did the both of them at once. You got the bad year out of the way and the super unlucky year out of the way on the same year. So like maybe next year we won't be quite as good, but if we're slightly more lucky, we'll win like six more games. Yeah, and that's the recipe to sneaking into the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think that's 
I don't think that's the conversation. I don't, like I don't think the ball gets rolling on that next year, but maybe. It's but just, then a year after that, I think. You know, and I think that's what we've said. Like next year, maybe, maybe in the mix. Yeah. Year after that, my expectations are that we are in the conversation. Back in playoffs. In the conversation. And it just feels like we're in such a better position than we have been in rebuilds past. Yeah. Like it never felt like there was help on the way prospects wise before. What did we have before in like twenty thirteen? We had Chris Carter and Michael Taylor coming up. We had nobody else. Yeah. And Michael Taylor was a total bust. Chris Taylor or Chris Carter was questionable at times i mean the best thing that chris carter ever did was turn into jed lowry yeah you know but like it wasn't the prospects that sparked that entire turnaround really it was um a lot of like just random parts that fell into place and it feels like yeah we traded andrew bailey for josh reddick and and like donaldson came out of nowhere to be a late bloomer i mean josh and josh didn't josh reddick hit like 32 armors as a rookie he was great as a rookie yeah i mean so we and I don't think they thought he was going to be, you know, I think, I don't think Josh Reddick was that well regarded before he like absolutely burst on the scene with us. And Josh Reddick had a good career. So Josh Reddick was good. But I think now, like just even looking at the list, it's like, yeah, some of these dudes are, these are like legit prospects. prospects. Like Zach Eloff is a legit prospect. We have some legit prospects coming up. And if we can make a couple decent moves on top of that with some major league talent like you never know what they can put together yeah and i mean it it in my head after next year so whatever 2024 i guess um soderstrom langliers and Geloff, all for sure in the lineup and that's and i'm hoping cool. that it's as soon as next year and maybe Could this year, maybe this train feels, will start rolling a little early i mean that feels early for soderstrom right still but if he's but, already in triple a what is there yeah. else to see yeah um, but yeah, and, and I mean, it, it gets interesting because, you know, Max Muncy is, Max Muncy has been playing well. And then you have guys like Jordan Diaz and Dermis Garcia who are like, if these guys can even be like 75% of what they've shown that they can do, they're going to be great. It's, it's just going to be, it's going to be great. You know, like we're, it'll, I think it a lot of it will depend on some of these arms. You know, a lot of it will depend on guys like Hogland and Kusick. And, uh, I guess Ginn, but, eh. um, but you know, the, like they're, if the pitchers are good, if the pitchers that are supposed to be good develop and turn out to be good, then yeah, we're going to be, we got a couple different parts that are going pretty well. And, you know, all of a sudden Christian Pache comes back to the major leagues and looks like he has a little bit better plate discipline. And I, we've said the entire time for him to put him in the lineup at number nine, he doesn't need to be that good. He needs to be okay. He needs to OBP over 300. Or, I mean, like as ugly as it is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't We're not like 290, but he, he's, that's not anywhere near what he was doing. You know, I mean, he was like, his OBP was like room temperature. You know, I mean, it was bad. And he's striking out all the time. He walked enough times in September for me to immediately put him back in the conversation. You know, like, I agree. I, you know, he had some big walk games. Yeah. Um, so, we'll see. You know, I think that's, uh, you know, unfortunately we haven't had that much else to talk about. We haven't had much exciting to talk about. So, I think we could kind of wrap. I mean, do you have anything else you'd like to say about, like, the season? No, nope. I think we've said all that can be said. And I'm looking forward to next season. 
I liked the A's just as much as I did before the season, and it was super stinky. They I lost. love them. I did. This is probably the least amount of games I've ever watched in a year. Yeah, I think, you know, I will say this. I think it maybe, let's just say it was like good medicine for us all to taste a, what it feels like to have a truly terrible season. Yeah. Put some of our good seasons that we've had recently into perspective. Uh, be appreciative of the things we've been able to see over the years. And just hope that the brighter days are right around the corner at Howard Terminal. Well, and I think it's also every... Maybe I'm just totally a homer at this point. But I just feel like every year that I watch is just a further testament to how good Billy Bean actually is at his job. And I, well, I guess it's David Forrest now. But I mean, like... When they, they win when they're trying to win. And when they're not trying to win, they don't. And I, I mean, I think they, I mean, we were talking about Ruiz today. And you're like, you know, it's just filler. Like, they did a pretty good job of finding a bunch of dudes that they could just throw out there. And not have to waste any of these prospects' time. You know, I mean, they just, it was like a, they tanked. It's crazy. Like that, it was like a perfect. They have tank. no money on the books for next season, no. and they just secured the number one odds for the draft. And is it even an odds thing? Well, anymore? it's like the top three teams all get the same percent odds oh. at the first overall pick. And it would be cool to have a first overall pick. It would be very cool. You know, I mean, that's uh, that's, that's how you get superstars. If you're gonna, and if you're gonna be like terrible, you want to be really terrible so that you can quickly get good. So. Hopefully we get, I mean, even if we get number two, great. Yep. You know, like, I feel like we, hey, I top like, five would be sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, anyway, 2022. So that's a wrap for Oakland boom. Days of Baseball. Done. 60 and 102. Close the book. Just like we expected. Yeah. Just how we drew it up. Yep. Um, the so ultimate now, tank job. So <laughs> yeah, it's true. I did just how they drew it up. That wasn't exactly what I was hoping that they were going to do. But I think they but hey, as a, as a logical human being, one knowing that a tank is kind of all they can do, they did a great job. They did. And, it, you know, I think a lot of those trades were, like, much maligned, and we're kind of finding out, like, maybe they got some good baseball players. You know? hey, and Matt Olson did not have the best year ever. Uh, yeah. Chapman did okay. Sean just there's... The story continues the same in, yeah. in San Diego for Shamanaya. It's a love-hate relationship with the fans, I think. Well, and I also think there was not going to be a... There's not going to be a ballpark that's going to suit Shamanaya better than Oakland. No. Yeah. You know, like, he really took advantage <laughs> of the extra foul ground a lot. And, uh, yeah, it, it was... I'm not surprised he had a rough time in San Diego. Because, that you know, like, left field can get real reachable. The left field wall can get real reachable. For people like Sean Manaya. And Frankie just fell off the cliff, basically. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. We may be getting back. We may get him back for cheap. So, the playoffs. Uh, I'm pretty excited about the playoffs. I'm, I'm definitely excited to watch some Mariners, some Blue Jays, some Padres. Yep. Phillies a little bit. Guardians. Yeah. And I'm also... I mean, I think the team that I want to win, I think, is the Cardinals. You want the Cardinals to win. Because I think, you know, I mean, I think if the Cardinals win, well, I think maybe anyway, Yachty, Wayno, and Pujols are gone. But if they all win a ring together, and then they all retire, Pretty I don't sick. know if there's a better storyline in the playoffs than that. 
I me. I'm kind of a Braves fan a little bit. It would be sick. The Braves are go cool. back to back. Going back to back would be and fun. also Matt Olson. I would love you know if Stephen Vogt won one last year and Matt Olson won one this year, I wouldn't be that mad at that. Don't hate the idea of Aaron Judge tearing through the playoffs. I mean, no, I mean my dad would be happy. I don't want the Yankees to win another World Series, but kind of a lovable team at this point. <laughs> well, and the uh, the Mariners. Mariners are interesting. I think I'm all. I mean, I'm all in on Padres. I'm saying it right now. That's who I would that's, pick. I guess that's fair to win the, the World Series if I could. The Mariners. There's gonna be. I want to see them do well. They're fun. Julio Rodriguez is so cool. But there's like that jealous part of me who yeah. really could not possibly stand to see them win yeah. the World Series. Well, and I. The sports fans in San Diego are so downtrodden. Overall, yeah, they that think they need it. They at least need a, a series win yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they are... They deserve that. Every time I... They're my broken. girlfriend is a San Diego sports fan, and every time we are watching any sport, she's just like, I don't care how much they're winning by. They're going to lose. Yeah. Like, you know they're going to lose. Like, I don't, don't even talk to me until they're up in the fourth quarter, and even at that point... Like, we were talking about the Chargers. She's like, the Chargers lose all the time. She's like, every, I, every Chargers game I watch, and I was just thinking, like, wow, this is a f- sports fan base that has gotten no because they're super stoked about the san diego state football team because they're normally like pretty decent they're terrible and it's the only football they had and it's just like wow for such a great city you think they'd have more sports so the padres are carrying a lot of weight right now it's there um but they have one soto he's already done it once yeah you know and i he's got and more blake help snell, now blake snell looks good yeah, Again. he's striking people out. Right and now. I guarantee you Bob Melvin's not pulling Blake Snell off the mound in the fifth inning of the World Series if they make it there. So. It'll be fun. So Friday we've got Shane McClanahan. I'm sorry, Shane Bieber. And is his name Shane too? It is a, it wow, is that's Shane, messing yeah. with me. Yeah. <laughs> McClanahan versus Bieber. And then we've got Castillo versus Manoa for the Blue Jays and Mariners. TBD for the other games. Padres versus Mets. Phillies versus Cards. I just got you. Got to feel like the Mets are, are at the beginning of a huge crumble job, right? Like, I hope I so. Just can't, <laughs> I can't. I, That'd make me feel good. Oh, my favorite part about the playoffs is morning baseball. Game yeah. start at nine a.m. Friday. How fun is that? That is pretty cool. That is. I work, so it'll actually give me something to baseball all day long. Follow day. along with, and then yeah, so like we could watch. Dude, yeah, we can catch the end of the Padres Mets game. That's right. Cruz over here on Friday, maybe. Um, what about Saturday? They play on Saturday. Ooh. Yep, and then Sunday. So it's a Ooh, straight three games baby. in a row. Baby, oh, that'll be a good weekend. I'm excited. The playoffs are fun, and no worries about our team. Leaving. No worries. Best we know part. we're bad. We already closed the book on that. <laughs> it's like the season didn't even happen for the A's anymore. Are the A's gonna lose? Nope. No, they ain't playing. No, no, no. We haven't. By the time it's. By the time we get to Sunday, the A's aren't going to have lost in like a week. You in know? fact, they've won four in a row. Yeah, yeah. Four wins, no losses in that week once once it gets to Sunday. You know what four wins in a row gets you? World Series yeah. title. Yep, they're just practicing. <laughs> they're, they've won four in a row during the right month, but they just haven't. I guess maybe three in a row probably, right? No, four. Four. Four, four in, in October. That's what we should make shirts. 2022 A's. Four <laughs> in October. Four in October. A thing of beauty. <laughs> Um, All right. Well, yeah, I think that might be it. Um, I, we're gonna. Oh no, no, no! We got to pick. You got to pick. We got to give picks for the playoffs. Who, just, just World Series. Who do you think's gonna be playing in the World Series? Who do you think's gonna win? How many games? 
Padres. Padres. <laughs> over the Yankees. Ooh. In six. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to go... I think I'm going to go Rays over Cardinals in seven. Nice. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But those are on the board. We have them recorded. And so, yeah, we'll do... We will be back. We'll be back after we'll the World Series. Check in on our predictions. We will be back after the World Series to tell you how we did. Um, but other than that, fun season. Um, Thanks for being here with us. We will have better audio quality and hopefully, like, live streaming. We might stuff even see our out. faces. We are guaranteed, guaranteed better sound quality. For sure. We're going to do that. No problem. The other thing, the streaming thing also doesn't seem that complicated. People seem like to figure it out. So, um,. We might be able to figure it out. I think we probably can. Um, but yeah, we will check in one more time before we leave you for the off season. But um, yeah, good stuff. Go A's. Go A's. Love you, Dan. Love you, Corey. <laughs>